Hi, I'm Mark Chavez. I'm one of the hosts of Let's Make a, a comedy docuseries podcast about the creative process. Each season, my co-hosts, Ryan Beal, Maddie Kelly, and I, take on an artistic challenge and you follow our journey. In Let's Make a Sci-Fi, we wrote a science fiction TV pilot. In Let's Make a Rom-Com, we wrote a romantic comedy film. And on our latest season, Let's Make a Horror, we produced a horror short film. And when we run into trouble, we interview Hollywood experts. People who have worked on big things like The Blair Witch Project, The Office, Star Wars, Mamma Mia, and more. All three seasons of Let's Make a are available now, wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This podcast is an extended version of The Debaters, which may contain more mature themes. To stream the radio-friendly version of this episode, download the CBC Listen app or go to cbc.ca slash the debaters. And thanks for listening to the CBC. Hey, Canada, we're putting our best foot forward in the footlights of the foothills from just a few feet from the Rockies in Calgary, Alberta. It's the Debaters! (laughs) The Debaters, where comedians fight with facts and funny, and this audience picks the winner. Now the hills are alive with the sound of this man, Steve Patterson! Welcome back to The Debaters. We are here in the beautiful Bella Concert Hall in Calgary, a place rich with culture. (laughs) That's not a joke. That's not a joke. Like Studio Bell, which is the home of the National Music Center. Yeah. It features displays dedicated to the greatness of Canadian music. They have the sunglasses that Corey Hart wore at night. (laughs) So he could, so he could see. (laughs) They also have a piece of old battered plywood that Stompin' Tom Connors stomped on. True story. (laughs) However, they're still waiting on the coin that someone bet them that a certain Alberta-bred super band would never become world famous, and frankly, they'd like their nickel back. Now, let's meet two debaters who will be music to your ears. This comic prefers to make tea on a slope so that it can properly steep. (laughs) It's Vancouver's Charlie Demers! Charlie Demers, one of our absolute favorites. There he is, making his way across the stage to my left. And this comic plays poker with dermatologists because he likes to have some skin in the game. It's Alberta's Charles Haycock! Charles, come on out here! There he is, the always cool-looking Charles Haycock. Your topic is one that you'll have limited time to enjoy, expiry dates. Do we really need to follow them? (laughs) Rumor has it that the gangster Al Capone was the reason that we now have expiry dates on milk. True story. Kind of. (laughs) The folklore goes that he came up with the idea because a relative got sick from sour milk. And because of prohibition, he had everything he needed to bottle milk and print labels. And since Al already knew how to skim off the top, (laughs) there's a 2% chance 
he came up with the idea of expiry dates while he expired his enemies. All while he was looking them right in the homogenized. It's time now for a debate that'll never get old. So, whereas they provide helpful product information that can ensure freshness, lower risk, and increase savings, be it resolved that expiry dates should be followed. Charlie, you are arguing for this. You have two minutes, starting now. Charlie Demers. Thanks. Thank you, Steve. Well, look at the pickle we find ourselves in. Two Charleses. <laughs> if we were both in the fridge, you might have no way of knowing which one of us was fresh. <laughs> this is why it's so important to actually read labels. So, on the one hand, Charles de Mares, de Mares of the sea. Break it down, you know exactly what you're getting. Charles Haycock. Now listen. <laughs> now listen, I could be a stickler here, okay? Technically, we are debating expiry dates, which, unlike best before dates, there's really no debating. According to Health Canada, best before dates are, quote, about food quality and not food safety, end quote. Whereas expiry dates appear when there are, quote, strict compositional and nutritional specifications that may not be met after the expiration date, end quote. So to illustrate with analogy, your marriage was best before <laughs> Rene Luis started teaching your wife's spin class. <laughs> your marriage expired when they got that timeshare in Turks and Caicos. <laughs> but you know what? I'll fight for best before dates too. I'll bite as long as it's fresh. I'm here today to stand up for everyone who had to live with a dad whose motto was, it says best before, not bad on. <laughs> I'm here for everyone who ever had to watch an uncle carve the green spots off a brick of cheddar like he was whittling a chunk of soft wood on a warm summer day. <laughs> that bowl of Jean Chrétien era Campbell's chunky soup <laughs> that wasn't even chunky when you bought it. <laughs> and listen to me for a second. You're better than this. These are our salad days. Make them crisp. Thank you. <laughs> Charlie Demers, everybody, arguing on behalf of Best Before Dates. Excellent job, Mr. Of the Sea. Now, here to tell us why he can't stomach having to listen to people praise expiry dates, let's hear from Charles Haycock. Thank you. I am of the land, I guess. Um, <laughs> This might not be the best way to start, but 
I got uh, food poisoning recently, and um. But the thing, even that didn't stop. I still can't read these stupid dates, okay? I can't do it because I uh, still have grandparents. And have you guys ever asked your grandparents to like expiry dates? <laughs> Scientists said I would expire 25 years ago. <laughs> Look at me now, I just shoveled the driveway. Can dead people shovel snow? Exactly, eat your moldy yogurt. I used to resist, you know? I, I, I used to go over to their house because I lived there. <laughs> and I would open a cupboard and, and I'd pull out an item and then I'd be reading it in self-denial, like, 87? What? what day of the month is, oh, these croutons precede my birth? And then I tried to throw it away, and Grandma's like, you can't do that. I just bought those when your father got married. <laughs> I'm like, I I've been born and hit puberty. These croutons are stale. She's like, yeah, that's what croutons is, is stale bread. Can't get more stale, only more crouton. I'm like, damn it, that's a pretty good point. <laughs> And then I was just mad that I was outlived by a salad accessory. <laughs> you guys ever show your family a picture of a stack of pancakes, but it's like a close-up from the side and there's syrup drizzling down? But then you zoom out slowly and it's actually just your grandpa's forehead? Was you anointed with Aunt Jemima <laughs> while he was taking a nap, you guys? My point is that don't be mad at these wrinkles, okay? They can be fun. <laughs> They're not dangerous on a peach or a Grandpa Jonathan. I... <laughs> Honestly, I think we should give other things in life expiry dates, you know, like dating women who believe in horoscopes. Or marrying a guy whose mom still cuts the crust off his bread. <laughs> Don't you want to know when that's going to end? <laughs> Nevertheless, my grandma is still alive, and I can prove that via postal system correspondence, <laughs> where she's wishing me well with a little bit of food poisoning. Thank you. Charles Haycock doesn't believe in expiry dates. Charles Haycock, Charlie Demers. You also used the word croutons, which is French. We've talked about Demers. One more French word, we get a full grant. <laughs> All right, it's time now for the bare knuckle round. We are debating whether expiry dates have had their day. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> to you couple of fun guys. It's time to mold your arguments to include some fresh jokes. I'm just gonna throw this out here. <laughs> this segment expires in two minutes. It's 
starting now. Uh, I want to ask you this, Charles, with the utmost sensitivity to the sanctity of your relationship with your grandparents. These conversations that you're having with them, do we know that they're happening on a terrestrial... <laughs> I don't know what she puts in the pies. <laughs> I'm even questioning, like, is there a, like, do, are the grandparents the product of, like, something that you ate that was growing on the side of a grilled cheese? Do you understand? <laughs> The, the croutons, you shouldn't have eaten the croutons. Uh... <laughs> they became my enemy. I had to overcome them <laughs> by eating them. I had to kill them because it was too much that they were older than me. Yes. That was like Caesar crossing the Rubicon of the salad. Uh... <laughs> Just agree, Charles. I find it easier. <laughs> you lost me as soon as you started using bigger words. <laughs> I mean, listen, my, my problem is with these uh, supposed numbers that have meaning is... Uh, <laughs> I'm just wondering... <laughs> who's enforcing these anyways? Because this may come as a surprise to you guys. I'm not uh, actually a doctor, but... <laughs> But the thing is, neither is the 15-year-old working at the grocery store getting paid minimum wage to use the ancient technology of ink and stamp. Yeah. I'm just saying, you're, you're trusting these kids. You're trusting me three years ago <laughs> to enforce all these scientists' great ideas. You know what I mean? You, you may not be a doctor, Charles, but I bet you people do ask you for pills. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so fair enough, a round on one of our best statements. It is it's time now for the firing line. In my hand, I have a list of questions on expiry dates brought to you by sour cream. Makes sense. Sour cream. It doesn't really go bad. It just gets worse. Finish this familiar food safety expression. When in doubt, Charles Haycock. Uh, pinch your nose so that you don't taste it. <laughs> so close, buddy. So close. Charlie DeMares. When in doubt, that foot pain is gout. <laughs> helpful advice. Actual answer is throw it out. According to the USDA, what is good if it sinks, but potentially harmful if it floats? <laughs> Char Charlie DeMaris? The, the Spanish Armada. <laughs> oh. The, ac the actual answer is an egg. According to Health Canada, you should never use what to judge the safety of food? Charles Haycock? A catheter?
I don't even really know what that is. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, that is abundantly clear. Um, please don't make me try a joke after that, Steve. I'll read the question again. I'll give you a little. According to Health Canada, you should never use what to judge the safety of food? Charlie DeMarie. Uh Things you've read about them on TMZ. See? How am I supposed to compete? How am I supposed to compete with a grown man who doesn't know what a catheter is? You should never use what to judge the safety of food? Your eyes, nose, or taste buds. And that's the firing line, everybody. <laughs> it is almost time for our audience to vote. But first, here again to tell us why, to the winner, go the spoiled, let's welcome back Charles Haycock. Do you guys know that Wrinkles is actually just your face developing a riverbed for your tears. <laughs> because then they can flow back to your mouth and you can recycle your sorrows. <laughs> Don't worry so much about age, okay? Like, Grandma was trying to climb a ladder into the attic and I was like, Grandma, you're too old to climb ladders, and she's like, yeah, grandma's is too old, can't get more too old, only more grandma. I'm like, damn it, you strike again. <laughs> don't fear the death from the snacks, okay? Don't, and don't be a wrinkle foe, but most importantly, don't fight my grandma, okay? She's gonna win, and she's still gonna be nice to you and serve you jello made from a box that has their old logo on it. <laughs> May the best Charles win, thank you. Yeah. Haycock with a concise and timely argument on behalf of expiry dates. Thank you. Now, here to speak on his support of expiry dates for not one second past his allotted time. Let's welcome back Charlie Demers. Thank you. Thank you. Folks, what it comes down to is this. Diamonds are forever. Pre-shredded black diamond cheese is a limited time offer. <laughs> People like my opponent claim that expiry dates are just another, well, try and imagine that he made an argument against expiry <laughs> dates. <laughs> People like my opponent might in some alternate universe <laughs> claim that expiry dates are just another instance of our environmentally wasteful society. Well, I would encourage you to crumple up that argument and throw it in the ocean. <laughs> in fact, I genuinely believe that expiry dates hint at a deeper ecological wisdom, the humility of mortality and finitude, the knowledge that nothing created lasts forever. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow <laughs> creeps in this petty pace <laughs> from day to day. Out, out, brief guacamole. 
My friends, whether you're a human being or an egg salad sandwich, <laughs> life is short. You should be out there sniffing roses, not cartons of milk. Thank you. Charlie Demers. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your turn to vote by applause. Who was convinced by Charles? Anti-expiry date, compost mortem on the subject. Charles Haycock, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Charles, with a genuine what are they clapping about, what did I say expression. And who felt that Charlie's exciting expiry date exaltations gave you a completely refreshed take on the talk, Charlie Demers. It is very close. But the winner is Charlie Demers, ladies and gentlemen. Big hand for Charlie Demers and Charles Haycock. A great debate. You're listening to The Debaters on CBC Radio 1. Want to be a part of the debating action? For upcoming tour dates, visit cbc.ca slash thedebaters. Hi, I'm Ali Hassan, host of CBC's Laugh Out Loud. Do you like to laugh? Because we're serving up big laughs each week. We feature comedians from across Canada. You might already be fans of some of them, and others might be new discoveries. We record emerging comedians and established pros in front of live audiences all across the country, and we promise that you'll be literally laughing out loud. You can find Laugh Out Loud on the CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to meet your next pair of debaters? That's what I like to hear. This comic only listens to songs by Queen under pressure. It's Edmonton's Kathleen McGee. Kathleen, there she is, making her way to my left. She looks ready and confident as always. And this comic was injured by a t-shirt cannon and fired back an angry letter. It's the Yukon's Gavin Clarkson from the Yukon. Look at him. Gavin looks like an adventurer. He's changing from sunglasses to what appears to be prescription glasses. All right, debaters, let's get this going. Your topic is fossils. Should we just leave them in the ground? <laughs> Calgary is close to one of the biggest fossil sites in the world, Drumheller. Yes, big shout out to Drumheller. It's home to the Tyrell Museum, named after Joseph Tyrell, who discovered fossils by accident while looking for coal. Which frankly would have made a boring museum. It's also home to what's called the world's largest dinosaur, an interactive Tyrannosaurus Rex statue named Tyra. There she is. If you do come out and visit Calgary soon, this attraction should be near the Triceratops of your list. <laughs> now it's time for a debate we hope you'll really dig. So, oh, I'm hurting them physically. So, whereas removing them has high costs, attracts too much tourism, and disturbs nature, be it resolved that fossils should stay in the ground. 
Kathleen, you are arguing for this, please. You have two minutes, starting now, Alberta's own Kathleen McGee. taught us that there are dire consequences if we dig up the earth whenever we want. Whether you're just trying to build an outdoor pool for your new dream home, or you're a kooky grandpa looking to bring dinosaurs back to life, it never ends well. <laughs> How would you feel if a hundred years from now, one of the aliens that takes over the earth digs you up so that their alien son can take you to show and tell? <laughs> Alberta has a long history of digging things out of the ground to make money off of them. <laughs> Attracting tourists to our fossil museums and giant malls. Between fossils and fossil fuels, we can't seem to stop being obsessed with dinosaurs in history or in the boardroom. <laughs> stop digging up these poor animals frozen in rocks. We've learned enough, and that's someone's great, 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 grandma. Paleontologists would have you believe that they're heroes or scientists. But they're literally grave robbers. And when did that become okay? Humans need to stop being obsessed with digging up the past. We clearly never learn from it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Kathleen McGee coming out swinging. Now here making no bones about why finding fossils facilitates our understanding of the world better, let's hear from Gavin Clarkson. When it comes to fossils, I'll quote Indiana Jones. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> to be fair, the only fossil in any Indiana Jones movie was in the latest one, and its name was Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I can pretend to have some expertise in this field, as I am a geologist. What is that? Well, it is distinctively not a paleontologist. <laughs> which is a distinction the producers failed to understand when they booked me. <laughs> Nevertheless, fossils are rocks, so I can dig it, and so should you. Fossil collection is essential for science. Without collecting and understanding them, we are ignoring over 99% of our Earth's natural history. We use them to help us date the age of the planet, track species evolution, and mark mass extinction events. For example, because of fossils, we know that 66 million years ago, the age of the dinosaurs ended when a mass of rock the size of Florida struck the Earth. And today, we are well overdue for a massive rock the size of Florida <laughs> to leave the Earth. <laughs> fossil collection is part of Alberta's history. One of the greatest fossil museums in the world is here in Alberta, the T-Rail Museum. 
founded where they discovered the dinosaur Albertosaurus sarcophagus, meaning flesh-eating lizard from Alberta, and also the title of Danielle Smith's biography. <laughs> In conclusion, when it comes to collecting fossils, don't be dinosaur. We shouldn't be doing dino less. We should be doing dino more. Thank you. <laughs> Gavin Clarkson. All right, we got ourselves a debate. It is time now for the bare knuckle round. We're debating whether fossils should stay in the ground so while we give this mammoth debate all the Pompeii and circumstance it deserves, <laughs> don't act petrified or the audience will wonder what on earth has come over you. <laughs> One of you will win this. Drum hell or high water. <laughs> so it's time to bury your opponent now. Sure, first they'll come for your fossils, but what next? Are they gonna come for your cool-shaped rocks? Where does it end? I say tell big government that that is a rock in your pocket and you are not happy to see them. <laughs> Gavin, I think you're like, I think you're getting rocks and money mixed up, which is a typical geologist kind They of are move. the same. <laughs> Leave the poor rocks in the ground. We don't need to take them out. That's ridiculous. And also, I just have to point out, I think it's adorable that you look so cute in your little outfit on radio. <laughs> you put in so much effort, but you, sir, you are not Sam Neill, nor are you Indiana Jones, okay? okay. You are a scientist. You are not even close to as a hunky as them. <laughs> this is not a movie costume. This is a fossil hunter's uniform that they appropriated. <laughs> what is the meaning of the red bandana? It, it keeps me from sunburning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the bare knuckle round, everybody. Some great points. Kathleen came out swinging in that one. I think you look fetching in your red bandana. Thank you. Gavin, and I understand these stage lights are pretty bright. It's time now for the firing line. In my hand, I have a list of questions on fossils brought to you by Jurassic Park and Fly. <laughs> Jurassic Park and Fly, giving new meaning to underground parking. <laughs> Alberta has some of the strictest fossil protection laws in the world. What are the consequences for violating the Government of Alberta's Historical Resources Act? Gavin? Banishment to Manitoba. <laughs> Two and a half points. <laughs> Kathleen McGee. Mandatory truck nuts. <laughs> For at least six months, even if you own an electric car. Is that, is that a punishment here, though? <laughs> <laughs> Violation of the Government of Alberta's Historical Resources Act is punishable by fines of up to $50,000 and or one year in prison. Yeah, so think about that, Alberta. <laughs> During the filming of the 1993 sci-fi adventure film Jurassic Park, what frequently scared the crew? 
Kathleen. Jeff Goldblum's leather pants. <laughs> I will give two points for that. Gavin? The sweat from Jeff Goldblum's leather pants. <laughs> uh, what frequently scared the crew on Jurassic Park was the animatronic T-Rex would unexpectedly turn on. <laughs> due to Jeff Goldblum's pants. <laughs> and that's the firing line, everybody. It is almost time for our magnificent theater audience to vote, but first, proving that he's really boned up on the upside of digging downside for fossils, let's hear again from our own Yukon Indiana Jones, Gavin Clarkson. Alberta should welcome fossil hunters. Alberta's economy fully relies on people coming to see the lithified remains of once great and noble beasts that dominated their brief moment in history, like the humble trilobite, the vicious Albertosaurus, or the Edmonton Oilers. Fossil Collection is participating in the global effort to organize the scattered pages of this world's natural history. There are few hobbies that advance the state of science like fossil collecting. Nobody is learning anything from your stamp collection except that you're the type of person that has a stamp collection. <laughs> so when it comes to collecting fossils, I posit that we all need more skeletons in our closets. Thank you. Gavin Clarkson, everybody. Now, here to tell us why she thinks anyone who digs up fossils is making a grave mistake, let's hear from Alberta's own Kathleen McGee. <laughs> Fossils aren't a prize that we get for stirring up some soil. If you really want a treasure hunt, grab a metal detector and head on out to the lake to find some ancient pennies. The world would be a better place if we focused on cleaning what was above the ground instead of digging up what's peacefully resting below. We have enough fossils in museums. We don't need more. Our governments are filled with fossils. We should focus on extracting them. <laughs> It's time to cancel the fossil reality show, Keeping Up with the Crustaceans. <laughs> I'm really proud of that. <laughs> in conclusion, leave fossils in the ground, let them rest in peace, and win nature's greatest game of hide and seek. Thank you. Kathleen McGee, strong argument at the end, pop culture references. A lot of thought went into both sides of this. The audience, it's up to you. I'm glad I don't have to make this decision, but you do. By applause, who agreed with Kathleen's contention that when it comes to fossils, what lays underground stays underground? Kathleen McGee. Okay, a lot of support for Kathleen. And who was enraptured by Gavin's fossil expose? Gavin Clarkson. The audience has spoken. The winner and champion of fossil exploration is Gavin Clarkson, ladies and gentlemen. Big hand for Gavin Clarkson and Alberta's own Kathleen McGee, everybody.
Well, that's all for this week. I'm Steve Patterson saying to all you fossil-loving fans out there, you're not alone listening to the CBC. I'll argue with you again soon, Canada. Good night. The Debaters is created by Richard Side. This week's episode was produced by Josh Bailey, Graham Clark, Chloe Edbrook, Dean Jenkinson, and Nicole Callender. With continuity by Graham Clark, Diana Francis, and Gary Jones. Technical production by James Perella and Corey Haberstock. Story editing by Gary Jones. With special thanks to Katie Ellen Humphreys and David Pride. Executive producer of CBC Radio Comedy is Lee Pitts. And thanks to everyone at the Bella Concert Hall in Calgary. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.